I'm 27 now. Happy late birthday, Juliana. Everybody type in the comments. Happy birthday, Juliana. Okay, so this is what we're doing that's different. I have a video um, that I think will translate if you can just see, hear the audio, but I'm gonna, we're recording on Zoom today. So I'm going to share my screen and sound, and then we're gonna watch it together and live react along the way. And I have no idea what it is. This is a complete and utter surprise. It is a complete and utter surprise to Juliana. Are you ready? Uh-huh, I'm so scared. da 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 Juliana, what's your reaction right now? You have to tell the audience. I'm sorry, I have wide eyes and my mouth is agape. Say what the screen said. It said Gorilla Troop Presents. Do you remember what this is? No. You don't remember this? No, Andrew. This was a promo video we did for G Troop. Shut up. I don't remember this at all. Then this will make this even better. Am G Troop was our this? college improv troop. If <laughs> oh, are you in it? What is G right now there are people. <laughs> right now there are people. What, is what does G it say? Mean? What did the screen say? What does G Troop mean? Okay, there's a video where we went around and interviewed everybody for what does G Troop mean to you? What does G Troop mean to you? G Troop means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> Love story, 1973. Love means never having to say you're sorry. And then an insert. Ryan O'Neill and one with <laughs> Wait, this is so funny. I don't know if this is going to be funny to listen to, but please, can we watch this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Can we, hey, can we do yours real, real quick? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Caroline, um, yeah. What if you, Caroline, Caroline came out of the men's room. Came out of the men's room and is acting so nonchalant about it. Um, wow. Uh, do you treat me? Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> She's holding her nose. Hold on, I just sneeze. No, it's all good. Okay. Uh, do you... She has to sneeze again. Uh, let's go. Uh, G- uh. Kylie, what does T-shirt mean to you? Oh, T-shirt means seeing new perspectives. She was reading a magazine upside down. T-shirt means taking it one step at a time. Joe. Um, what I like most. Wait, Juliana, you need to be more vocal. You need to tell the audience what you're Sorry, seeing. Sorry, Andrew, I don't even remember that half these people were in G-Troop, and you can leave that in. <laughs> Ian is playing a flute. Ian, shout out Ian. Or a recorder. Recorder, that's actually pretty good. Honestly, he looks. G-Troop is a time where me and my best friend get to hang out. Andrew Savonis Chafee is my best friend. We've been best friends since we met freshman year, and we even studied abroad together. You have some photos ready on your phone. He means <laughs> the world to me. And yeah, I have a boyfriend. Shout out. He's my best friend. Shout I out. love Andrew Savonis Chapey. G Troop equals Andrew. What does G Troop mean to me? I just really love a lot of the friends that I've made through G Troop. Um, except Juliana. <laughs> and she really isn't funny. Somebody paid us all to let her in. God, the face. She just has an ugly face. I literally cannot stand her. 
hide behind you. You can, I hope you can bleep that out or just don't put that in the video, but I just say it because I'm, I hate Juliana Zepeda. Jichu. Oh, wait, pause. We have to pause, we have to pause. Number one, I'm wearing the same bracelet that I was in that video. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Number two, I absolutely love how you and I have not aged. <laughs> you and I, you and I look like the spitting image of ourselves in college. It has been five years, four years. I don't know when this was filmed. It's been four years at least. And yeah. we look the exact same. So shout out us, shout out skincare, shout out SPF. This is hilarious. Yes. And I, and I cussed. And they kept it in. I did not remember all these people were in G Troop at the same time as us. Me either. This troop seems too big. It does. And there's way more to come. Nutshots were funny. If I thought nutshots were funny, dude, I would do it. But I don't really think they're funny. So I'm not going to do it. But if I did think they were funny. I honestly, I thought Ian was so funny. I loved Ian. I thought Ian was so funny. I literally thought he was like one of the funniest people on the troop. I thought so too. Shout out. It's improv. She fell. It's falling and getting back up. It's family. <laughs> it's friends. Everyone on this trip loves themselves a pun. Disney goodness. Yep. An unfunny it's pun. It's unlimited breadsticks. I'm sorry. I didn't think that. I didn't love that. Look at us in the background. Like you and I in the back. Without me. Juliana is dejected. My back is to her. No, I didn't. They, I don't, they asked for. Juliana's yeah, running all, after me. Yeah, no, everybody else is wearing one. I saw. So funny, Andrew. That's so. I tapped you on the shoulder, and then you walked away. And while well, I was looking down, and then I sprinted after you down the hallway. And that's physical comedy. It's probably an accident. Who do you know who was in charge? What is Chris even saying? He's saying that he's the only person that didn't get a shirt. Yeah. You know what? People are paying attention to us, not to what he's saying. Yeah, I didn't. I don't even. There's a groupie. What does G-Troop mean to you, Chris? G-Troop means black, 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 and black, black, black. For those listening, Chris is black. Black, 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 and black, black, and black, black. Kirsten's standing on the wall looking, looking in shock and horror. Black, black, and blackity black, blackity black, 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 and um, black. That was so <laughs> cool. Oh my god. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Then Kirsten choked Kirsten him. Kirsten choked him after that speech, which looks very racist. <laughs> Never make this today. He was sensitive. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh about it. G Troop means having a strong 401k, Griffin. a good dental plan, and nice auto insurance. Yeah. Have any of those. What? Uh, yo, what up, G Troop? It's me, your, your boy Casey. Uh, G Troop to me means never stopping the hustle. Casey did a, a, a video at a separate time. Over. Three, two, one. I'm actively trying to kiss Andrew and he's ignoring me. Oh, we're about to kiss. Oh, there we go. Oh my god. Then I had the show info. What are your final thoughts on that video? My final thoughts on that video were you can really tell who had a knack for comedy just by their little thing. Like we could have trimmed the fat in G Troop just by watching that video back 
and seeing who was funny and who wasn't. Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> that and so is was maturity and years and years of improv experience. Yeah, that troop was way too big. Number one, it was way too big. I but also, not... it was big because I think that was right about when we were all go- when a bunch of us were going to leave. It was. It was right when we were graduating. And so they were, made it purposely big so that it would be normal sized when we left. Yeah. I love that. Like, what a slice of history. And right? it's crazy to me how I don't even remember that. Like, I didn't remember a single ounce of that. I watched it a week ago because I stumbled across it. But when I watched it the first time, I should have, I was a going to save it to watch with you, but I really, my curiosity no, got the no, best of me. I get I it. And it tr- truly to me, I was like, I've never seen this before. Do you want to look at our G Troop uh, audition form? Yes. Gorilla Troop, colloquially known as G Troop, is an improvisational comedy group here at Baylor University. We rehearse Tuesdays and Thursdays from 1030 to midnight. We did that to ourselves? That was a wild time to be rehearsing. 1030 to midnight? I can't believe doing functioning in any way. Okay, That's so... so nuts. Wait, I found the schedule for our final G Troop show. Let me see. The one we kissed That we at. hosted. And kissed at. And kissed at. And I cried at the end of it, I will say. <laughs> because Brody... the kiss was so good. <laughs> no, because Brody did his little, like, Forrest Gump character where he talks like he's from Louisiana. Typewriter. That was when we kissed. That's when we kissed. Typewriter. Ding. Me and Kirsten. Uh... I bet y'all killed that, though. And then Rhonda. And Look Rhonda. at us and Rhonda. How did Jared get in there? What the hell? But it it wasn't Jared at the end, though. It was Gabe. It was Gabe, Brody, and me and you. Where's Brody? He oh, must have Friday. Missed... No Brody. There it is. Okay. I was going to say he must. Then this was the second to last show then. Yes. And then this Saturday show. There. That was our last show. Our final one was Gabe, Brody, and Juliana and Andrew. Yeah, all the oh four people who were gosh. leaving. Yeah. Um, one of our words is oncology. Are you just gonna say it and not use it in a sentence? <laughs> like oncology. Oh, thanks for that sentence. <laughs> what does oncology mean? It's a specialty yeah. in medicine. Uh-huh. Tell me more. It's a specialty in me- medicine, and it's like if you specialize in everything, you're like on call oncology. That's a clever play on words, but also incorrect. It is the study and treatment of tumors. I can't take credit for that joke because Mitch Winkler tells that joke. That's one of his stand-up jokes here in Chicago. Mitch, I just saw I can't Mitch do stand-up. Swindled me like that. I just saw Mitch do stand-up, so that's why it's on my mind. Actually, all of the suggestions today are going to be based off of stand-up sets I saw this past weekend. Our alibi is um, when people wear jean jackets. So it's just like jean jackets, but you know they're friendly. That was part of the joke. Um, My friend tells a joke about about the uh, landlord of an apartment sneaking into her friend's apartment with a, a homeless woman and having sex on her bed. Do we want that to be anything? <laughs> and there are literally photos. How? Because the friend would come 
to her place and she'd be like, I could have swore I made the bed better than this. And she'd be, she started thinking that someone was entering while she was gone. And so she put up a camera and sure enough, she caught the landlord and a homeless woman. Maybe it was two, maybe it was a menage a trois in her bed. She tells it funnier than that. <laughs> How do you joke about that? And then that she has situation? a big poster board where she has a big, where she rips off and there's a photo, the photo of it. Are they clothed? No. There's at least one ass. How about let's have the location be an apartment? Good, good idea. Talk about bed bugs. <laughs> Talk about. Wait, oh, I have a joke forming. Okay. Talk about homeless in the streets freaking the sheets. Andrew, can you recap for us our words for one second? Motive, oncology. Alibi, jean jacket. Location, apartment. On with the show. This is the greatest show! Sorry, I was just finishing up a movie. Andrew, you caught me at such a bad time. I was Isn't that the first song in the movie? And the last. It's sandwiched. Uh, and because if you remember, um, and I don't want to get into this movie too much, but I do love this movie. So basically, at the end, it's very important because this is the greatest show Hugh Jackman sings at the beginning. He also starts singing it at the end to wrap the whole thing up. But he's handing the show down to Zac Efron's character. And then Zac Efron sings the last, this is the greatest show, taking over the reins physically, metaphorically, and lyrically of the circus. Thank you for the recap. This episode is a little spooky. Yeah. We just it's came um, off of Halloween, and mm -hmm. I think the spirits are lingering. Yeah, it's almost like Dia de los Muertos was right after Halloween, which it is every year. Day of the Dead. C. And so I think, like Andrew said, the spirits are still linger lingering. So we actually have a very a, a kind of a spooky story, a scary story, um, coming out of, I mean, straight out of Andrew's apartment. He thinks it's haunted, and I think this. No, story I don't kind think I know. I know it's haunted. And let me tell you the story about what happened just two days ago. Yeah. Someone was killed. And they're haunting me now. Yeah. I think they are begging us to get their murder out there. It's my hope that in telling this story, her spirit feels released and that she stops haunting me. Here's the things that she's been doing. Yeah. My pillows are flat as hell. Number one. Number two, my bookshelves are rearranged, a.k.a. rearranged on the floor. They've been tipped over. Number three, it smells stinky in here on some days. And then it smells like Brussels sprouts the other days, which is another type of stink, but a specific kind of stink. The other one is poo stink. The other one is Brussels sprout stink. Two different types of stink, uh, alternating days. I think the scariest part is when you said that you walked into your apartment and um, all of your clothes were just soaking in your bathtub. That one was pretty scary. And there was a washboard. 
I don't own a washboard. Yeah. An old-timey washboard. Someone was doing the laundry as if they had no idea what a laundry machine was. Washer and dryer, some people call them. Or laundry machine. Even though this is a modern ghost, we think she's kind of toying with Andrew. Um, there are also a lot of old people who live in this apartment, so who knows? Maybe old habits die hard. So true. Um, her name was Rachel Zin, Z-Y-N. She was the heir to the Zin fortune. Um, if you're familiar with Zins, frat boys love them. Um, and she was the heir to the Zin fortune. She was 84, and her father was still alive, so she never got to see that money. Her father was 102, and still is. He is alive. And now mourning the loss of his late daughter, who perished in Andrew's apartment building. Shout out, perished. Can I ask why you shouted out, perished? Well, I just think it's a very clever, funny, and um, sophisticated way to say someone that died. Shout out, perished. So, Rachel, um, I only had one interaction with her. When I die, can you send out... um, my head on a Campbell's soup can to everyone that's invited to my funeral. And it says, oops, someone perished. Soups, someone perished. Yeah. Soopsie Daisy. Why a Campbell's? I don't know. I like brand name soups. I think anyway, my question didn't have to do with that specific brand. It had to do with soup in general. Because I perished. It's like another way of like, it's a perishable food item supposed to be non-perishable but it's my face on a Campbell's soup can and it says soups she perished you're invited to juliana's funeral it's jersey shore theme so you want me to have like a craft night after you die of printing out and taping photos of you to the soup can well andrew hopefully you're rich enough that someone can do that for you And that's what Rachel thought, that she would be rich enough to have people do things for her, but that never happened. I only had one interaction with Rachel in this building before Mm -hmm. she perished. Soups. And (laughs) thought I could do it without laughing, but I couldn't. And um, it was once down, funny enough, in the laundry room. Mm -hmm. And now that I think about it, she did come down with a washboard. That had a long string attached to it, and it was around her shoulder like it was a purse. So she was wearing it like the washboard that you play music with? Funny you say that. She did also bring a drumstick and started stroking the washboard and rapping. I I think, didn't you record it and send it to me? Let me pull it up. I think I, think I found Just it. Just the tail end. It took me a while to, to get my phone out. And that's why I live here in Atlanta. I love I love presents, so I love Santa. I'm a Christian girl, and I love the fall. I'm a Christian girl, and I love to ball. Fall out for God. The rap started out as being about laundry day, but it kind of devolved a little bit. And then she just started shouting ball out for God over and over again. And I... I had to leave the laundry room. Fall out for God. It got increasingly frantic. I kept recording, though. Fall out for God. 
I bet you know what I, I bet she would be a huge um, fan of our sister podcast crank it up DJ she sounds like she belongs as a guest on that pod with Joe and Crystal but she'll never hey she can listen in heaven right Rachel we, we know she's up there she was balling out for God so one thing about Rachel is that mm-hmm. she was a doctor Mm-hmm. For 47 years, she practiced. Practicing for 47 years. She was an OBGYN. Mm-hmm. She delivered so many babies into this world. Yeah, she even she even adopted four of them whose moms had died because of malpractice. So in- Her own malpractice. <laughs> so instead of getting sued by the family, she, she adopted the the people that you know didn't have moms anymore and they found a mother in her and are next in line for the zin fortune and thank goodness and thank goodness now they're one step closer and now these four children are actually important because it was believed that she was murdered by one of them the reason being to be closer in line to the fortune yes there was um Rhonda, Paul, Billy Jean, and Squishy. <laughs> Sorry, I giggled. Nobody knows the real name of this child, but everyone called him Squishy. Yeah, Squishy now lives in um, Southeast Asia um, and doesn't talk to anyone. So we know it wasn't Squishy. Really declined to comment. Um, and then... You know, so why don't you describe the way Rachel was found, how she was found dead? Yeah, Rachel was found dead um, in her apartment, which is unit 604. Um, More like 60 floored. She's dead now. Perished. That was so bad. That was so bad. <laughs> Soups. I'm keeping it in. Um, she was found. If there's one thing that Rachel loved besides laundry and malpractice. It was Mario Kart. Loved Mario Kart. Yes. And so she was always playing Mario Kart. So she was actually found the game was still running. It was just the screen that happens at the end of the race where you see the highlights and you see your little person, whether they win or lost going around and you hear the music, you know what I'm talking about? And you see the scoreboard. Oh yeah. It was that screen that was illuminating an otherwise darkened apartment um, she was on the ground. She had the wheel attachment. Mm. Wheel attachment in hand. Um, smile on her face. She died doing something she loved. It was an eerie sight, I'm sure, to someone who found her. And she had grabbed a pe- piece of paper and had scrawled across it. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Hashtag ball for God. To the very end, she knew that she was going to ball for God. And I think that is so, I mean, honestly, I don't, I can't think of another word except brave. And so that's where the kids kind of come into question because, um, you know, as far as, you know, motivation goes, or as far as suspects go, they had all visited her quite, um, quite, 
close to the murder, mm-hmm. the time of death. And um, the note also, also was kind of pointing in their direction because that's something she would always tell them. You know, she was a doctor for 47 years, but she would always say, you know, I'll be back. Ball for God. Oh, yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. She always said, I'll be back, ball for God. That's like, that was like her. Every shift she went and had to leave her children yeah. at home. She'd say, it's just a 12-hour shift. I'll be back. Ball for God. Ball for God. And so that's why when they saw that note, it was, you know, really important. Now, I think that the most important thing right off the bat, um, squishy Southeast Asia, unheard of. We literally immediately don't know. Rhonda was suspicious immediately because she had fallen in his, her mother's footsteps and gone into the medical field. Mm -hmm. Paul as well had gone into the medical field, but he was a dentist, you know, dentists are so sweet yeah bless their heart yeah and then billy jean she had a jacket business and so actually her jackets not saved jean her. jackets though no 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 everything but no. jean jackets she was tired of yeah. jean because that's in her name that's in her name and the business was called jean jackets but they notoriously did not sell jean jackets denim it was jackets. very confusing yeah. people didn't shop there much but that is why she wasn't a suspect because she was doing her second job that night. Um, she was on shift at the checkers. Um, which, you know, times are tough for, for jean jackets. I will say um, she was designing a corduroy jacket that was a tribute to her mom that was just a washboard on the back and underneath it said ball for God. Mm-hmm. You could say Billy Jean is not my murderer. And and we will say that. Or you could sing um, it. Billy Jean is not my murderer. She's just a girl who claims that jackets are Jean. But her jackets are not Jean. I rhymed Jean with Jean. Soups. That's okay. Soups. Um, so that really only left Rhonda. And as I mentioned before, Rhonda had gone into the medical field. And, you know, unfortunately, she did not follow in her mom's footsteps. She didn't want to be an OBGYN. Mm-mm. You could say she wanted to experience growth. Sorry, we didn't explain it. She was an oncologist who deal with tumors and growths. So that's where that joke came from. Soups. So while she was, um, you know, coming up, she was trying to make a career for herself. She didn't want to be known as Rhonda Zinn. You know, Zins are kind of looked down in the medical community. So, you know, for for years, she was coming up also in her mother's shadow. And um, she she finally got sick of it. I honestly, honestly, I think she just cracked. And was on crack. Crack cocaine was found in her system. Yes, she was doing a ton of drugs. Yeah. Um, to try and do enough research, stay up late and do enough research that it, you know, accounted for more than her mom's. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to ride on her mom's back. She didn't want to be known through her family name. She wanted to do something by herself. And that drove her to not only do drugs, but to also start um, stealing cars. Just for a sick thrill. Yeah. Um, she's been caught and she's in custody right now. So She's never touching that fortune. What we think happened on the night of um, 
of Rachel Zinn's murder is, as Andrew said, she was in his building and her children had come to visit her. Rhonda was the last one to leave. They had all had a little get together, except Squishy, of course, in South Asia. Um, Shout out Southeast Asia. Sorry, Southeast Asia. You're correct. So is Rhonda, Paul, and Billie Jean. And they, of course, were playing Mario Kart together as a family like they always do. Rachel was 84 and still beating their asses, handing it to them on a silver platter. Her character was Peach. Duh. Rhonda's was Dry Bones. Paul was Daisy. And Billie Jean was Toadette. Yes. Sources say. Rachel was found... Um, on the floor, again, smile on her face, pen in hand, wheel in hand. Um, and she had been served something really deadly. Yeah. Um, Rachel's favorite meal just so happened to be Rhonda's specialty chicken and dumplings and she had put little um arsenic pills into the dumplings which were rachel's favorite part and razor blades and other dumplings so if the if she was somehow immune to the arsenic the razor blades swallowing those would get her and the reason rachel didn't notice is because she had long covid so she couldn't taste the arsenic in fact, she probably lied to Rhonda and said this tastes good when in fact she couldn't taste at all. People don't talk about long COVID enough. Long COVID, I'm sure, is the source of many, many murders and nobody says it. I'm glad we're saying it here. I'm glad we're bringing to light something that is important to not only us, but the community at large. So to wrap up, in conclusion, in closing, I'd like to perform a little mini seance to hopefully release Rachel from this realm bring her to yeah. baller god get her away from that laundry and honestly still no explanation for the bookshelves that that truly might have been me when I was overserved going to be honest shout out to being overserved on a saturday night Rachel that one's on me um but you want to just say a word or two for Rachel yeah i actually i kind of prepared something is that okay yeah Dear Rachel, you were so young when you died. People may think it's odd, but one thing about our dear Rachel is she bawled for God. Wait, what's that sound? That sounds like a washboard. Is Rachel playing along? Rachel, are you here? Hello. Soaps? Rachel, you are so silly. Get out of there, girl. And if you're going to do my laundry, at least finish it. And stop using bleach. Anyways, happy Halloween. Happy, happy, happy Halloween. Happy Dia de los Muertos. Happy Dia de los Muertos. Si. Soups. <laughs> Shout out to Caroline Munsell, who was not only in Gorilla Troop with us, but also laid this sweet track down. Um, and shout out to Gorilla Troop 
Shout out to Andrew and your um, apartment building. Um, yeah, shout out to G Troop. You brought us, you are our origin story, whether yeah. we like it or not. Whether we like it or not. If you're loving it, then you're loving it. Then you're sticking and you're rubbing and you're loving it. And if you're loving it, then you're loving it. And you're sticking and you're tugging and you're loving it. We need to record that right away. Yeah, that's actually going on our next our next um album. Featuring the washboard. This has been Juliana. Who is it now? Ooh. Rachel. Rachel. Anyway, ball for God. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, I loved you when you played the little lizard in that movie. No, like, Django Unchained was about slavery. The lizard? <laughs> no, it was Johnny Depp. He played Rango. Oh, you got Rango and Django Unchained mixed up. <laughs> Don't even Please. ask me to cut this out. I'm leaving it in. Please cut this out. No, I didn't get it. I didn't get it mixed up. Giovanna did. Don't put this on me. Giovanna said it was Django Unchained, and I said it's not Django Unchained, Giovanna. Oh, oh, you were just responding yeah. to someone else in the room. Yes. Gio, that's embarrassing. Gio, that's embarrassing. <laughs> She's laughing.